<laughs> Guys, it's the new year. We're here. It's 2023. And I am. I was just really reflecting on the fact that this is the first year since 2016 that I have not been like, I want to kick that year in the ass on the way out the door. <laughs> like, I actually, um, like, I, I really loved 2022. Um, 2022 was, was amazing for me. And that's not to say that it was easy, but it really provided me with potentially one of the most transformative years of my life. And, and it's been really interesting to reflect on what this year has meant for me because it really, it's changed everything in a really significant way. And that's pretty substantial considering how many changes my life has gone through. Uh, basically since 2015. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm going to reflect a little bit on why 2022 was so transformative for me. And again, this is like just, I don't know, this, apparently it's a, it's a audio diary is what this podcast is turning into. So <laughs> sorry about that. But also, I just think it's a really powerful way to um, hmm. it's a powerful way to have gratitude for, um, where I am now moving into 2023. And I have this low key anticipation. Um, like I just feel that, that really excites exciting and amazing things are ahead. And I don't know where that feeling is coming from, really. Like there's not, like, I wish I could point to a few things and be like, this is why I feel that way. It's just there. It's just there. And I'm aware of it. And I'm like, like, uh, really happy to have that feeling because it has been a minute since I have felt that way. Like in the past couple years, like basically since 2016, I've wanted that feeling. I've tried to create that feeling because I wanted it to be true, but uh, it just wasn't naturally occurring. I was trying to generate that feeling of, hey, it's a new year. Yay. Let's try this again. Better this time. And this year, it's like the opposite. It's like I I am not um, anxious. I wasn't anxious to see 2022 end. And the feelings that I have towards 2023 are, I don't know where they're coming from because I haven't generated them. They're just inherent in my body, which sounds really fucking woo, but that's just the deal. So um, on that note, let's talk about 2022 and why it was so transformative. It's been really fun to think about this. Uh, and it started in January and it was the first time that I had ever gone on a solo, like an entirely solo 
trip. I went to Hawaii and I was testing the waters of being a digital nomad. And I spent 10 days and worked from there and also played from there. But I went by myself and I had the most magical trip. Um, And every time I talked to people, strangers, they would send me off on these amazing adventures, which I came to think of as side quests. And so that's sort of where this um, sort of way of being now that is part of my life, it's straight up way of being, is going on the side quests and understanding that that's what this is all about. It's not about the destination. It's not about getting somewhere achieving a level. It's about running into random strangers who you end up talking to. And through that conversation, you end up at a secret meditation garden on a secret location in Hawaii. And so that was a huge part of the beginning of this year. And then the other thing is, is that I met this amazing, I was staying at a surf hostel and I met this amazing woman who was, she's from a section of Bavaria, and she had this incredible accent, and she had this amazing attitude, and um, it's like, well, so her attitude was this, you know, she would be telling me about this incredible party that she had gone to during Oktoberfest in Munich, which is where she's from. And I would say, oh, my God, like, that sounds amazing. And she would respond with, it is. It is. And I just fell in love with her attitude um, about her just fully leaning into the fact that there were things about her life which were amazing. And her accent was so unique. And the coolest thing slash weirdest thing about the whole exchange was that we ended up spending basically a week together in Hawaii, which was super fun. And then after she left, I noticed that the voice inside my head, and I understand that not everyone has a voice inside their head, but I definitely do. And she is not the nicest person. Uh, She loves to criticize me and call me out on things that I have not been doing well. And what was uh, really funny is that she, this voice, took on the accent um, of my friend. And the beauty of that is that, and it it was like for a week. It was for a straight up week. The voice in my head spoke in this amazing European, Bavarian, German accent. Um, And and so the impact of that was every time the voice in my head was criticizing me or saying something negative, negative self-talk, Uh, She was doing it in this really insane accent. And so I was able to, A, identify every time it happened very easily and then B, laugh, laugh it off uh, really easily because it sounded ridiculous. (laughs) So, So I, it was such a gift. I don't even, um, I can't even explain. It was 
not um, something I ever could have planned or expected or intended, but it literally did so much to help me really truthfully, seriously banish um, that the mean girl in my head. Um, And thank God, because... God, life is hard enough. We don't need that. No one needs that. Um, I certainly didn't. And so that was like such a huge gift and so transformative. And I feel like that right there, just the month of January, I could have left it there and that would have been enough to make 2022 ridiculously transformative. But that was just the beginning. Um, and like I, I, this podcast would go on for days if I went through every single detail. So I'm going to just just go to the highlights. Um, spring was chaos. I came back from that to um, a work situation that was as dramatic and unexpected and heartbreaking and revealing as they come. Um, and it was like, oh, once again, like, what, what do I know? How do I know what I know? I know nothing. Um, what am I doing? (laughs) That whole thing. Um, and luckily I had already booked this retreat for May. And so just as this career path that I thought I was heading down was ending, I ended up going to this retreat. And this retreat was so significant for me. I don't know if if you're aware of the Landmark Forum, there are things about this retreat that reminded me of the Landmark Forum. And the Landmark Forum was incredibly pivotal in me being able to become self-aware of my actions and the way my actions impact my life and the relationships around me. And this retreat was was more impactful than that. Because it allowed me to look at the programming that I had around what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a sexual being, what it means to have pleasure in my life, what it means to not be a people pleaser or be a people pleaser, but it's because I'm choosing it and not because it's my default. It also sort of pushed me in the direction for the first time of using my voice to ask for what I want, even if I don't get it, even if it means I don't get it, but just expressing what it is that I want, which uh, was wild because I realized that I had never done that. I had never had the courage to do that. And so that was incredibly transformative. (laughs) wildly transformative for me. And so I got to come back from that retreat. And then the rest of this year has just been a nonstop practice of speaking up and saying what it is that I want and then seeing what happens. And the most incredible part is that for the most part, I my life has dramatically improved and I'm creating and designing a life that is what I want for me. And it's because I'm actually just asking for it. I'm just 
saying it out loud and saying, this is what I want. And then it's showing up. So that's uh, been incredibly cool and ridiculously transformative. And there are There are parts about that experience that I'm hesitant to share in a public format. And I'm, I'm trying to f- figure out how to, if it's worth it, if it makes sense to, to like kind of go deeper on some of these fundamental things that have shifted my life and transformed the way that I am navigating this reality. Um, and then also balancing out like what is public domain and what are things that I would want to like, like not have just be out there. So I'm, I'm sorry, you can tell I'm processing, processing in real time exactly what I'm going to do there. I don't, I'm not sure yet, but for now we're going to just fast forward over some of the most significant things that happened because they feel a little bit too personal. And we're going to jump to Burning Man, which, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know, was leadership boot camp for me. Um, And it was incredible and unexpected. And that was enough. Like, what, like, like, how much more, how many more transformative things can happen in a single year? Turns out even more. Turns out more having to live my life in a constant flow state after coming back from Burning Man. And and it hasn't been easy. Like there have been, I have been living in this like crazy cycle of constant cancellations and shifting and more cancellations and expectations being dashed on the rocks and I have this like moment of like existential, like, am I never going to be able to anticipate anything ever again because everything gets changed and canceled and destroyed? Woe is me. And I love anticipation and I can't believe I can't be in a space of anticipation, blah, blah, blah. But, but that really <laughs> was a big part of, um, of winding up into flowing into the holiday season. And one thing to know about me is that, um, you know, I, I got divorced from the dad of my children when they were really young. And we've always swapped, you know, alternated Christmases. And so when they were really little, I wouldn't have them for every other Christmas. And in the beginning, it was so... Uh, incredibly sad to think about spending a Christmas at home without them that I just couldn't. I just had to do the most anti-Christmas thing possible because I just didn't want anything to do with that feeling of not having them there and not experiencing Christmas with them. And so I ended up traveling like one year we went to Belize and one year I went to Vietnam and I've been to New York City and California. And so usually I would spend, oh, Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Such a fun Christmas in Mexico. 
Um, but usually it was doing these very like the opposite of Christmas things, right? It would be like drinking tequila and smoking weed on a beach in Mexico on Christmas Day and just like giggling at the fact that that's how I was spending Christmas. And so it, like <laughs> after a while, anti-Christmas became my favorite Christmas. And this year was anti-Christmas year. Only I hadn't like there were there was no trip that that kind of made sense that showed up for me that was like, oh, yeah, this is like where I'm going for for Christmas. And it makes sense for me to do this because either like I don't know, just just a number of fact just never manifested a trip never manifested. And so I was like, oh, my God, like I can't um, apparently I'm spending my first Christmas ever at home without my kids. I'm spending anti-Christmas at home without my kids. How's this going to go? Well, I will tell you how it went. <laughs> it was so good. I had the best Christmas. It was so fun. It was just filled with laughter and silliness and all kinds of unexpected delights. And and it's just sort of reinforced this idea that, you know, the universe is conspiring for my greatness. And even when I don't understand it, when I don't see it, if I just allow it to happen and trust, uh, the best things show up. And that is really truthfully um, how I closed this year out. It's delightful. It's a surprise and a delight. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm ending twenty twenty two with. A little bit of overwhelm and a whole lot of gratitude over how much growth and transformation and how much my life is aligning with what I want and the people who I'm calling in and the people who I'm interacting with. It's just getting so, so, so good. And so when I look ahead to 2023, And I'm thinking about, like, I've got some specific goals. Like, I'm, like, super into um, really looking at the ways that I can optimize keeping my physical form in the best, not not just even in the best shape possible, but, like, potentially reversing the aging process because... I want to enjoy my ride for as long as possible and and physical health is the most important part of doing that. So that's a big part of 2023. Um, but beyond that, I just feel like I'm going to follow the energy. You know, I'm, I'm getting to be so much more intuitive and that's been really interesting. I'm still not even close to perfect at it. Part of that is just because I tend to look at everyone with rose-colored glasses and that's just part of who I am. And, you know, that's part of why I get to be this 
overly positive person because I see the good and and I see the oh uh, yeah I see the wonderful in people so I don't want to lose that but being in tune with the energy that people are putting out there and and understanding what an energy vampire is and understanding what that reciprocal um, relationship can look and feel like. I'm honing that in. And then also just going to continue taking the side quests. Obviously, that's not going anywhere. And then I'm also kind of on this quest. I'm on, I'm on a quest to identify and call in the divine masculine. You know, understanding really understanding what the divine masculine looks like and how that shows up and sort of, yeah, sort of looking at um, what are the ways that I get to be the divine feminine and what are the ways that I can identify as divine masculine in the men that I meet think that's the framework that I'm going to approach 2023 in. Um, the, the dating thing is it's really, we'll just call it interesting, but I am not without hope that, um, not without hope. We'll just leave it there. The, the idea of promoting products is there's a this it's conflicting to me but then on the other hand like i i'm finding things that i really really truly love that are working for me so for example i find that there is this one particular edible that i love because it's kind of like drinking two and a half glasses of wine and i don't have to drink the wine <laughs> i get to not drink alcohol which does not uh, agree with my body um, or my spirit. So there's this edible that I love. I just found this new edible that my mother's 80-year-old husband sent my way, and it is the most giggly, laughy, fun time that I have had in a really long time. And it's also, like, totally available by mail order because it's derived from hemp slash uh it's a it's a cbd the thc in it is delta 8 not to get too technical i don't even really understand it but somehow because the thc is delta 8 and not delta 9 it's legal and so you can buy it and get it shipped to you and it was a giggly, silly delight. So that, there's the retreat that I talked about. So that, and then, gosh, there was one more thing. Oh, then there's the podcast. So, yeah, so I'm listening to this podcast that is... um looking at the ways that you can uh, well they figured out how to reverse aging in in animal and rats and mice and so they're applying a lot of those 
sort of the science behind that. And this podcast is an eight-part series on that. So I'm on the third episode of this podcast and I'm sold. Like this is what I'm doing in 2023. I'm not going to go like total hardcore on it, but I am going to take as many steps as I can in this direction because I want to feel as good as possible in my body for as long as possible. So all of those things I think I'm going to link in the show notes. God, that sounds like a lot of work. Ugh. But I'm going to do it. Hopefully this is helpful to someone. Um, minimally, it's helpful to me. It's forcing me to, well, it forced me to really reflect back on my my past year and how far I've come. And it's forced me to look ahead to what I want moving forward. And I understand it's a moving target. And this is just how I feel on this day. I'm processing out loud and you're listening. <laughs> Maybe or not. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if you are, thank you. I appreciate it. I imagine that you're out there and, uh, and that I'm, I don't know, hopefully providing a warm hug. How about that? Happy New Year. Hi, this is Amy, the host of Magical Soup. You know, my intention with this podcast was to share my energy and to share my joy of life and to hopefully do it in a way that that's contagious and you know, raise the vibration of the planet in the small ways that I can possibly do that. And so my ask is that if it makes you smile, if it gives you a perspective that you didn't have, you might want to consider sharing it with someone and someone who's like maybe the most unexpected person in your life, the person who you would think would never listen to something like this. Let's see what happens. You never know. <laughs> That's the magic of magic. We don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening.